Welcome to ep- what, what? What? Hello. Oops. We talk. Are we doing a podcast? I'm sorry. Yeah. We. I mean, we could. We don't have to. David's trimming his nose hairs with his Leatherman right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 42 of Making It. I'm Bob Claggett here with Jimmy DeResta and David Picciuto. Hi. What's up? You didn't do the pointy thing this week. Well, I, I you called me out last time. No, so I, I called you out because I was like, that's a good thing. You should do that. Direct more. Direct okay. me. I mean, I'm not the director here. All right, but let's start over. You are. Okay, let's start over. Okay, here we go. Okay. This is episode 42 of Making It. I'm Bob Claggett here with Jimmy Duresta pointing. Hey. And David Machuto. Hey. Hey. I like <laughs> your. En- I like your energy today. Awesome. Well, it's good. <laughs> totally awesome. What's going on? Uh, what's happening? Nothing much. <sighs> Just uh, trying to get out from underneath the cavalcade of videos that I need to produce. Hmm. <laughs> A lot. But I've been delivering this week. I'm I'm happy about that. What have you been working on? Uh, actually, I just finished my Chris Blade knife uh, or curse, whatever you say. I get corrected every time I say it. Right. And I'm showing you guys right now. This video will be out Sunday. So you're listening to this Friday. Whoa. And, uh, oh, everybody's going to like this video. Whoa. Yes, yeah, it's good. I watched it and uh, it's, it's, it's a touch long-winded, but I mean, some people like my longer videos, but... That's this is a lot of fun. Is it a talking video or a non-talking video? No, non-talking, non-talking, no voiceover, just straight work. I mean, there's really not much to say. The 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 knife nerds are going to tear me to pieces, but I'm willing to stand in front of the firing line. <laughs> that looks um, sweet. You know, yeah, my heat treating technique. I, I yeah, I picked this blade. If uh, it's a wavy blade, I'm it's more impressed like a, with the, the the wood sheath case thing you got going on there. I know oh, nobody can you. see yeah. this, but that, that is sweet. And it looks like the friction fit is perfect. Yeah, it's really, it's really nice. I, I, I held on to this knife for so long because I didn't know how to finish it. I got to a point where I, I made the blade. And I was going to go with like a Game of Thrones kind of look. And then I really wasn't feeling it because that's kind of, sh- I just, it would have just looked like something you could have bought at a flea market, you know, mm. like some like, you know, imported knife. And uh, so I decided to just go with a piece of Burbinga. I cut it open to be able to get the knife inside of it. So it looks like something that would be on your desk, like a concealed thing. with like It's got a little uh, brass accent where the handle pulls out. So, mm-hmm. and, and I like the contrast of the knife blade coming out of the perfectly square box. Yeah, And definitely. then it has this nice fit. You listen. Oh, I was just, just going to say, open it up. <laughs> Don't talk, just open it up. Such a good sound. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it, would, it would be nice if it like went chink like a, like a samurai. <laughs> you have to line, line the inside of the, the sheath with metal and they'll do that. <laughs> and uh, so you saw my Instagram. I stabbed the pumpkin with it. Um, <laughs> so that, that was fun. I was glad to be able to put that aside. And then also, I'm, I'm really proud of my, my new make video that's going to be on the make channel this week. I, I kind of was at a loss. I wanted to make a pumpkin. I didn't know exactly how to make a pumpkin or I didn't have a solid ideas. I knew there's lots of ways to make one, but. I ended up vacuum forming. I just basically bought a pumpkin, cut it in half, and vacuum formed the two halves, and joined those two halves and made a hollow plastic pumpkin. I made two of them: a happy face and a smiley face. I mean, a happy face and a sad face. And I put a little candle tea light in them. So in the video at the end, the the, the sun goes down on them hmm. in a time lapse, and then you see the eyes and the mouth light up. Oh, so, nice, nice, awesome. Yeah. So that was fun. It was like that was one of those videos where you started. You guys probably had the experience where you start off and you're like, I'm not really feeling this. I'm not sure where this is going. I had to do a couple of retakes, but ultimately it went in a direction and I was really happy with the net results. So I have these really cool pumpkins. I don't know. They're in my apartment somewhere. I don't know what I did with them. 
So the pumpkins are, are really cool. I'm happy about that. Video's done. I got my X-Car video. I submitted it to the guys. I'm not sure where it's going to show up on my channel or if it's going to show up where they want me to put it on Make Channel. So I've I really been working hard on my videos. And uh, the good thing is I made, I made a lot of the videos upstate, which is I don't really work in my upstate shop as much as I'd like to. Um, so I spent a couple days there this weekend. I was able to get these videos kind of done and edited up there. So that was fun. Like it's, that's definitely you know the future for me is to be up there sometime. Right. Speaking of, is there any? Um, have you guys worked on any plan? More plans for the building or? Uh, yeah, I'm working. That's a good question. I uh, the the update for the figure. There's a lot of people attached to them. The figure is actually being manufactured. We uh, the PO is is cut. The factory is resculpting the head. And some parts of the body, and then they're going to resculpt the the spike figure, so it looks a little bit more anatomically correct. And um, they're uh, working on it, and uh, production should be relatively quickly uh, happen quickly because it's not it's not necessarily um, you know a complicated mold process. Mm-hmm. Sometimes these molding processes take several months. This is going to take just a couple of days once they know what they want because it's silicone, you know, just like a professional quality silicone mold, and. Uh, so that's moving along, and then I'm getting the I got the first draft of plans for the building, and then once uh, Tal and I agree on a design as far as like where windows and doors and stuff go, uh, I'm gonna have the plans revised, and then that go to the engineer, and the engineer does the plans that uh, that the site people will do will look at, you know, as far as the footings and the weight distribution and the width of the foundations and stuff. Do you think you'll document that whole process? Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, I, I, you just reminded me, the next meeting I have with my architect, I should videotape it a little bit. I mean, it's kind of boring. We're just sitting there looking at drawings that are printed out of a computer. So I don't know that it's that boring because it's a lot. It's stuff that people don't normally get to see. And I'm yeah. curious on, on how that works. So Please yeah, even, even if it was just compiled at the end of the whole thing or further along, you know, with other process, it would be cool to see. Yeah. 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 I'm actually opening up my briefcase now to show you guys on camera. You have a briefcase? Yeah. <laughs> He made it. I'm it's, it's, yeah, it's like aluminum and has like axe heads sticking off the side. <laughs> of the look. Oh, it is aluminum. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Look at me. I bought, to be this, smart. <laughs> I bought this briefcase. This briefcase cost me $500. What? Ow. I bought it when I had a lot of money for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> and then you bought a bunch of briefcases. Yeah. And didn't have about, any more money. about 20 years ago. Oh man! And it's been my briefcase ever since. I better get my money's worth out of it. No, it's a, it's a Halliburton zero case. Uh, once uh, the next round of drawings, I'll tweet some pictures of this stuff. But you can see, oh, yeah. it's oh, it's like sweet. a real classic. It's like a real classic factory building is what we're trying to go for. Not oh, like a farmhouse, yeah. but like a factory building. That's my drawing, by the way. That's so cool. Too bad nobody yeah. can see this. Maybe we'll, we'll yeah. put a photo in the in the notes or make I'll, it the cover I'll photo. I'll tweet a picture of it on Friday. So yeah, yeah, yeah. To That's sweet. And then the details of the stairwell and the pitch of the roof, all these things are the things that me and Taylor argue over all the time. <laughs> there he goes. The pitch of the roof. If anybody's ever designed a building with their wife or their girlfriend, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, before you get yourself in trouble, let's talk to, to David. She never, she never listens to that. Oh, okay. Well, then, then go ahead. <laughs> I love you, Taylor. She knows that. So in, in my side of the world, lots of stuff going on. Lots of stuff. I just wrapped up filming the uh, new Ring video. As some of you know, uh, Kelly and I, we've been married for one year. And then every year, we're going to... Congratulations. Reti- Thank you very much. 
we're going to retire yeah. the old rings, and every year we make new rings. And so I just finished filming the new rings, and uh, so That's I need dope. to edit that. Uh, earlier this week, I put out the outfeed table video, and then um, tomorrow I am filming a mask video. Kelly's going to a Halloween party. I personally, I don't like dressing up for Halloween, so I'm not going to the party. But she needs uh, a fox mask that she can wear for this masquerade party. So I think I'm going to take a couple veneers and use different colored veneers, some contrasting colors, maple, walnut probably, and make like what looks like a fox. But then um, since it's going to be multiple layers, I will do like a bent lamination type thing. So I'm going to cut it out, I think, on the laser engraver. So I got that going on. Mm. And um, I got some other videos I still have to edit yet. So I got lots of videos to edit. And so um, maybe next week I'll just do editing. And then uh, my plan is to, and I was telling you guys earlier, is to just kind of get ahead, kind of Bob Claggett style. And then I want to <laughs> uh, take like a week, maybe a little bit longer, and just work on music. I just want to I I, I, I work on an album, and then I want to take instrumental tracks of that album and use that in my videos because i've been using some stock music recently and i want to get back into using my own music so lots going on over here and uh i'm working as fast as i can to kind of get ahead yeah the Mm -hmm. getting ahead thing is tough man like i every time i think i'm ahead it's like a few days and then i'm back to barely keeping up yeah it's it's hard to do I'm not sure why that is because you know it feels like if you have a couple of videos in the shoot that should last you a few weeks or whatever your schedule is but i don't know time just evaporates yeah yeah it's because we're having fun that's true it's crazy it just goes so quickly i i had a couple fans in the shop today and it's i had like a little bit of like a reality check i showed them a couple of the products that i've made in videos they're all sitting around the shop some people visited and you guys know um so the old hatchet, it's like the S-Wing hatchet where I break the leather stack off and put a, like a red handle on it. He saw that and he goes, oh, yeah, this is really old. And I was like, is it? Like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, this is like three years old. I'm like, yeah, it is really three years old. Wow. Wow, that's funny. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm getting old. Damn. <laughs> Bob, you working on anything? Uh, yeah, I'm working on a lot. Actually, I was trying to, I'm, I was ahead and now I'm trying to keep up. Um, <laughs> but that's partially uh, just, you know, traveling and different things have, have, uh, have kind of eaten up some of my time lately. Yesterday I was in, Monday night I went to uh, Greenville, South Carolina. I was there all day working yesterday. I did a live chat, uh, like a video chat with uh, the UPS store. They're doing this 3D printing week thing and so they wanted to talk about 3d printing so hmm. there oh, were cool. some uh, questions from some of our buddies uh you know youtube buddies nick ferry gave me a question and patrick from patrick's workshop and uh there were a couple more i can't remember offhand but so yeah it was it was an hour's worth of chatting about 3d printing and live which is you know kind of unnerving because we're used to being <laughs> able to edit ourselves but i missed it how did it go i think it went pretty well cool. i mean yeah there were a few questions that i couldn't answer i just don't have the technical knowledge yet and <laughs> But you know, I felt fine saying, I don't know, uh, you know, so, but yeah, it was good. And the people I was working with were great and really accommodating and, you know, just really like they were planning ahead and had everything covered and stuff. So that was nice. It wasn't scattered. And so anyway, I did that all day yesterday, drove back. It's like four hours, four and a half hours away. So drove back last night. And so today has been um, uh, just kind of trying to catch up on some other stuff that I had mid process. So, t- uh, Tuesday I released my 
video for the license plate that I did. I just watched that. It's cool. Thanks. And uh, so that was milling aluminum first time for me on the X-Carve. And so since I shot that, I've replaced the spindle on the X-Carve with the DeWalt trim router. And I got a carbide bit that's made for cutting aluminum. And so in the last couple of days, I've been shooting a video about that upgrade and like what the differences are. And I'm keeping track of the different speeds that I'm testing out and the different depths that I'm testing out to kind of be able to give some comparison. And man, what a gigantic difference. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've also upgraded to that DeWalt router and I've only yeah. used it in wood. But we're talking, I'm, I was going from like 20 inches uh, a minute to over 100 inches a minute and yeah. bigger depths. Yeah, it makes a huge yeah. difference. So. Mm-hmm. so for the aluminum stuff that I was shooting today, like, well, for the, the license plate, I said in the video, it took me 16 hours to cut that thing, which is just ridiculous. I mean, it's like way too long. But those were the default easel settings, which are obviously going to be really conservative, you know, so that they don't break somebody's bits or something. But I just wanted to see what it was like using the default settings. So those settings were the depth per, per pass. If, you, if you're if you not a CNC person listening, I'm sorry, this probably doesn't make any sense to you. But depth per pass was three one thousandths of an inch, really, really small, yeah. and five inches a minute in, in <laughs> movement. So that's insanely slow, right? <laughs> So today I was testing out different options and I ended up finding through some limited testing. I mean, other people will have more accurate, you know, like a wider range of tests, but I ended up going up eight times that speed, three times that depth. And it was just way, way faster. And the cuts were at least as clean. If not, um, they were cleaner, I'm sure. But how, how do you change that? If, if, if X carve, thinks you're going to cut aluminum or is it in the setup it knows now you're using a bigger machine well you pick no no no. it doesn't have anything to do with the machine setup it has to do with the material so when you select a material it has presets for if you click aluminum it says preset for depth per pass and for feed right. speed and, and but you, those, cha- you could change that yeah those are just input fields you can change oh okay those numbers and um and then you know you can change like the thickness of the material in that same location stuff so right. yeah so i just got to play around with that cutting the same letter i was just doing a single letter as a you know so i had a kind of control test and uh yeah i cut that three different times and i tried it started at 40 inches a minute and then it went up to 50 and then i tried 70 and 70 it, it was skipping around and missing stuff and not doing okay mm. so and 50 worked but it was still a little jittery and had some you know wasn't a great cut so but in, in 40 is eight times faster than i was doing before you know it's insane it's that's a big and three times as deep, which is right there going to cut down. Yeah. Um, it was way better. So anyway, I'm doing a video about that little upgrade and kind of some comparison. And that's not going to be a normal project video or anything. It's going to be like a short follow up video. That- Can I, I wanted to ask you a question. I watched that video. How were you able to stop a project and then keep your zero? That's one thing. I mean, I know how to do it in my other software, my other machine. But in the X carve, how do you keep your zero? I'll tell you how I did it, which is kind of probably archaic. But tell me how you do it. Well, so if you actually hit the stop, you know, once you hit carve in easel, it starts to run the operation, and that carve button becomes stop, or or it has like a pause and a stop button. So if you hit stop there, the machine will automatically go back to the zero that it started at. Oh, okay. It doesn't go back to the height of zero that it started at, but it goes to Mm -hmm. the X and Y. So in that case, I was going back at a point where I hadn't started cutting the letters yet, and I just went, you know, I just needed the X and Y. Right. And then the second cut was just the letters. So, 
because what happened with me is I cut a thing and I realized it was doing something wrong, so I stopped it. But I just stopped it and went back to the design thing, but I wanted to maintain what I had already cut, and I realized I completely lost my zero. Yeah. You can't just go home again. On other machines, you can just say, go back to home. And as long as you haven't unplugged the machine or jammed up the, uh, you know, the X and Y mach- movements, you'll always be able to go back to that home. Something. Um, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say something I did to my X-Carve that maybe I should make a quick video on is I always have the same home point on my X-Carve. I built a little fence um, uh, on the bottom and to the left. So every board that I put in always gets flushed up against the lower left corner. And then I have the, um, um, Bob, what are they called? The little limit switches. The limit switches. And so um, that, and so the machine always knows when to stop moving to the bottom left. And so that is always my zero point or a home point for every single project. So even if I had to remove the board, I could put it back in and register it against the fence that I made on the right. That's because, good yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly how the, the, the shop bot works. It always has the home is at the bottom left or wherever you want to set it, but it'll always remember it. Uh, with this thing, it just says basically move the thing mechanically, physically to where you want it and then say, okay, that's the home. I, I realize this is, like I said, it's archaic, but what I did was I, I drilled a hole in the board. Just I touched the bit into the board and I'm like, okay, that's my home for these oh. next few projects. No, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, when, every time I go back to that one spot, at least for that one project, yeah. then, that's huh. my home button is that little, it's just one little eighth inch cut in the board because that's the bit I have on it. And that's no, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, the limit switches on a machine like that should always take it to the same place. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of the purpose of those. But in my case, I, I have a broken one. The Z got broken, and so I don't use them until I get that one replaced. And so I, you know, but anyway. quick, quick tip: get a ten pack on Amazon for like two I did. bucks. Okay, I, did. I have I have the bag of them and have not had time to replace it. So. Okay. <laughs> yep. And now I realize the importance of your knob, uh, Bob. The uh, printed knob on the top of the yeah. This is for the Z axis. I'm trying to turn that little thing with my giant <laughs> yeah gnarly fingers, and I just end up I end up pulling each side of the. Uh, band so yeah. if i gotta go one way i just pull it left and right mm. so i have twice as much pull power on it i'll send you a knob thank you, you that, was, that was my subtle hint oh, okay <laughs> there are these little limitations for the x card but that's what makes it so much cheaper is like yeah. you have to add on these things yourself or you have to yeah. come up with creative ways to do that and that's why it's thousands of dollars cheaper than my shia my shop, shop desktop after taxes was eight thousand dollars yeah oh. yeah this thing is a thousand dollars i think Wow. So it's one-eighth the price. That's crazy. That's just, a, you know, if anybody's thinking about getting into it. Uh, the shop bot is, is extremely expensive, but it's, you know, it's well-built. And the X-Carve, you can you could do a lot of the same things, but, you know, you're, you're at I, what I would consider like an entry level, you know, the type of thing where you get into it and you really want to do bigger things with, you know, deeper X's and Y's, and, you know, now you understand the game and you, you take it from there. Yeah. I did see someone recommended um, when they saw that I was upgrading the spindle. They recommended reinforcing the gantry on the X carve, where it has two pieces of maker slide, the aluminum extrusion. They go across. Um, they have filled the gap in between them with steel plates and then bolted it together, so it locks the whole thing and makes it more rigid. Oh wow! And so that's an interesting thing. I'm going to look more into to see if that's worthwhile. 
Hmm. So far, I didn't in my testing today. I didn't see any reason. Like I didn't see any flex on that gantry, but that is a potential thing. Okay, we're talking deep CNC stuff. Let's move on <laughs> to something else. I like nerding out on that, nerd. but not everybody. I'm sure not everybody enjoys that. So. One more dumb question. It seems like I, I tell people now: if you sign up for a YouTube account, you actually get an X-Carve machine. So when people say, "How do you like it?" I say, "Sign up for YouTube and you get one." So, how 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 do you guys keep your electric belt in the um you know the, the left to right motion? I'm doing you know I'm, I'm what is left to right? Is that the Y or the X. Z? That's the X. Um, your your belt that carries all your 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 wires uh, it always hangs into the project. Did you did you put a little shelf underneath? The yeah, unit? so I I took a little short piece of steel, and drilled some holes into it, and where that that's the drag chain that you're talking about. Where that attaches to the the rest of the machine, I extended that out and it just makes a little, makes it just a little support uh, arm for that to sit on and that stops it from dragging down. Okay, so anyway, let's move on uh, to other stuff. So there's like some, uh, we don't really have a topic. I don't know if we have a topic, but we have some stuff. So <laughs> I like today, stuff. stuff is good. So today they announced um, that YouTube is going to have their YouTube Red subscription service, which is the thing I think we've all been hearing, hearing about for a while. Yeah, but um, it's finally out there. Ten bucks a month for no ads on videos. So I'm curious to you guys, like, what do you think that's going to do to us? How's that going to mm. affect what we do for a living and just like the potential of people coming into what we're doing, into content content creation going forward? Like, do you have any idea how it's going to change the landscape? So that means that uh, that like all of our subscribers, conceivably, if the math works and everybody's okay with the game, everybody that watches us now is willing to pay ten bucks a month to be on YouTube. Like, does that ten bucks go to YouTube, or how does that get redistributed to us well, as the content creators? We don't have a clear answer on that yet. But right. from some of the people, there's like a guy named Tim Schmoyer who does a lot of like a YouTube. He's like a YouTube certified dude and he gets i've watched him yeah i've seen yeah, him before he gets lots of behind the scenes information and so he's given some kind of generalizations about how that's going to affect us and the the theory and it's pure theory is that it will we will be paid out as content creators we will be paid out like a great deal more than the ads are actually paying us and then of course that's all dependent on how many views you have and how many people actually sign up for the service and st stuff like that but i think it's a percentage of the total income based on the number of views that you have something mm. to that effect. So if, if it were completely based on that, um, I mean, it seems like it would end up being better for us, for us. Well, uh, so in reality, it's just a different way for YouTube to make money and redistribute it back to its content creators. Cause right now they're making money and they're redistributing it back to us. Exactly. They? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's the same, but it's, it's driven by, it's driven by the people that want to watch the content rather than the, companies that want to advertise on the content mm -hmm. so you know if you like uh like right now i don't know if anybody who who is not a youtube creator may not be aware of this but there's these ups and downs in the ad sales throughout the year so in fact right now typically the ad sales are down because this is not a, a really great time for people to be selling ads now next month when it gets closer to the holidays those ads are going to be become a lot more interesting for these companies that are trying to sell stuff for the holidays, right? So our ad revenue is going to go up next month. But because they are paying more per right view. Because YouTube is selling ad space at a higher value yeah. during that time than they are. So if you think about it like with that, 
for subscription, monthly subscription stuff, that kind of shift up and down for the time of year should have nothing to do with it. Right. So if nothing else, you know, uh, it may be better it's for content consistent. creators. Yeah, just because it's more consistent. But I don't know. I mean, it's it's a kind of a black box right now. We don't really know a whole lot. But it's an interesting shift toward, you know, the Netflix Hulu model of uh, of just where distribution for content is I, going. By the way, Dave and I had a long conversation this morning. Uh, David Welder and I. Did you guys see what Amazon is doing? Amazon Handmade. I mean, it's probably old news to a lot of people. But did you mm-hmm. guys see? Mm-hmm. Amazon is basically trying to pull the the tablecloth out from Etsy. Well, one way or another. I mean, I have a lot of. Or, or is it? It, it is. Yeah. It is. It definitely is. And I have a lot of gripes with Etsy because about two Etsy Etsy used to be the, a great place to sell handmade items, and it used to be limited to people. And then yeah, right. about two years ago, they lifted that people ban or limitation, and they opened Etsy up to manufacturers. And mm. because they did that, all of a sudden, instead of like, if you're looking for a woven basket, instead of getting, and you were searching for baskets, I'm just making this up because uh, baskets aren't made in factories, but uh, if you're, you would get 10 results, but now you get a thousand results because all these manufacturers are on Etsy and it ruined it for all these handmade creators. And mm. so... Uh, it was harder to get found. Uh, you just would get lost in the sea of manufacture, manufactured items, and it kind of lost its its handmade, um, just the, the the whole vibe of the of the thing. So, and I'm wondering what Amazon, what how they're going to handle that. But so I'm all for Amazon. I'm all for an alternative to Etsy because Etsy upset a lot of creators. I think I'll it might what, it might Etsy work just me, because it's the other direction than what Etsy did. You know what I mean? Amazon starts with this big corporate like anybody can sell anything, and now they're they're putting a small portion that's handmade. Maybe it'll work that direction. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, Etsy seems to me like Pinterest. I don't know anybody that's ever went on Etsy and bought anything. They just go on Etsy to look for ideas to use for themselves. Uh, oh, I, I've I purchased many things. I, come Christmas time, I'm searching on Etsy for you know unique handmade items. So. And I, I've used and I used to sell on Etsy quite a bit, and then I watched mm. my sales tank just like everybody else. Really? So yeah, so, I don't know anybody that really. I don't know anybody that really had success on Etsy. But I mean, I'm not saying it didn't. It obviously is a successful site. Just yeah, just haven't had any contact with any. And there's successful. and there's plenty of people who make a living just from Etsy. Like you, they have a nice little blog that you can go to, and they have you can you can view like successful creators and and handmade artists and and see what they've done and, and how they make a living on that scene so yeah i welcome amazon doing this unfortunately it's amazon which is like the biggest company in the world but (laughs) (laughs) um but you know i like amazon i'm an amazon prime member and they keep adding value to what i get as a prime member which includes like books and videos and tv shows and so i really like where amazon is going yeah yeah, I think I think it has potential to be good, and if nothing else, it's competition in that space. Exactly, you know, and, and that's always better just to have two people fighting for the same thing versus one company that doesn't have anybody driving them to do the right thing or do it yeah. in the the most user friendly way possible. So, and uh, you know, a, a part of the conversation I had with Dave is that he, he uh, enlightened me to the fact that Amazon is soliciting like TV show ideas. Yeah, the way the way that I mean, they're like opening it up to the public. They're like, "Hey, who's got an idea? Submit an idea through this portal." 
whatever your idea is, whether you have like a video that expresses your idea or whether you have like a written up show pitch. Well, isn't, so isn't that the future of, of video getting away from big studios to self-produce? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's happening every day. And it's so funny every time I, you know, I, I talk to these TV people from time to time and their game is just so archaic. I think I'm like, okay, you know, everyone's just beaten the reality show concept to death. You know, it's yeah. just the audience is so much more savvy than this this from the guy who's had four reality shows i know and and i've hated every one of them i can't <laughs> oh, even watch man. them like it, like, <laughs> because i all i've ever wanted to do is make cool things on camera and and entertain people that way i never wanted to have any other part of it i mean of course working with my brother was fun but then we, it always got into like these like kind of phony storylines that we had to kind of pursue because mm. there was so many other people involved yeah real quick going back to the youtube thing i think and correct me if, if, if you think I'm wrong, but I think this is a way to combat all the people that have ad block on their computers, mm-hmm. right? And so it's, it's kind of like, okay, I'm tired of these ads. I have no way to avoid them unless I use an ad block. But now, if I want to support these creators, I don't have to use the ad block. I can just pay the $10 a month. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely part of it. It's the same concept as, you know, I can watch a show on Netflix or I could watch that same show, you know, more faster on network tv and watch all the ads but if i pay the networks uh, the netflix subscription then i have no ads anywhere and it's the same thing they're just trying to do to youtube now youtube's also in this thing trying to i think next year they're going to be releasing exclusive you know kind of behind the paywall content that's you know just like netflix or amazon or hulu do hmm. shows that are exclusive to them there's going to be some that are exclusive to youtube as well and yeah, those, are gonna be, about that. those are going to be starring, you know, some of the biggest YouTube personalities, people that are going to draw a crowd. Bob Clegg Jimmy DeResta. <laughs> no, so, I haven't got my email yet. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think of the $9.99 a month price point? I, it I, makes sense to me because I, I mean, know how much people hate ads. That's three Starbucks coffees in a month. You know? I, mean, it's really, <laughs> I mean, these days, 10 bucks is like, you know, is like five bucks. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> I pay. Does that make sense? Like I, none, I don't, I don't think any of us have cable. But I already pay for. I pay for Netflix. I pay for Hulu. I got MLB, and now I'm doing the HBO Go or Now or whatever they want to call it, using HBO. And then so now there there will be YouTube and well, sorry, go ahead. And it's just all these things are are adding up to. A lot more than what my cable bill was a few years ago. Well, they they uh, that podcast that I listened to, Back to Work, they mm-hmm. talked about this a couple just, of days ago. Just yesterday, yeah. Just yesterday, yeah. In yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing, the great response that Dan Benjamin had to that same thing was that you are paying for those things because those are things that you want. Rather than paying 100 bucks to a cable company to get 90% of the stuff you will never watch. You yeah. hate that stuff, maybe, or you know, whatever. So... I mean, I, I totally understand. It is still money, right? It's still 10 bucks a month. It's still 120 bucks a year you're putting to something. But it's if you do that, it's because that content has value to you and you're choosing, I want YouTube stuff and I want HBO. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Versus like, like for me, I can't pay for a subscription music surface. I just, I know there's tons of them out there. They're great. People love Spotify. People love, and I just cannot do that. Um, I just would rather buy an album that I know I own and I can listen to it anytime I want, whether I have a connection or not, or, you know, I just, it's just a a thing for me personally. 
but I know that I'm putting the money towards the music that I want rather than towards potential music, which is kind of the way I look at like streaming services. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with them. It's just not something that I'm into. Um, because I kind of look at cable as the same way as like a streaming service. Like I'm hoping what I want is on Spotify. It may not be. Huh. You know what I mean? I don't know. It may be on Apple Music. I don't know. Anyway, we're in the weeds here. But um, <laughs> I mean, I'm on the opposite side of that. I do pay for Apple Music. Yeah. And I was on Spotify and I just recently switched up to music. And I actually love that my playlists are with me wherever I go. And I most, 90% of the music I want to listen to is always there for me. Hopefully always will be there. Um, the downside of that is every once in a while, you'll get an entire album, but the album will be missing one song because the artist or that That's record. That's the expensive lip. one. Yeah. 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 And uh, so I, I was like, oh, why do you, why do, you do that? But I, I prefer everything the digital way instead of the, the physical media. And like they talked about on Back to Work, is um, his is name Dan? Yeah. Um, he he'd said he doesn't have a DVD or Blu-ray player in his house. And, and then um, Merlin said he has one, but it's never hooked up. And he has to hook it up when he, when he wants to use it three times a year. We're, in the, we're the same way. We have maybe two or three Blu-rays. We have no DVDs. We have no VHSs. I mean, we're all we're all digital in our in our house now. But it's we're at this point where like all this this digital lifestyle is adding up to be really expensive. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And and like I, I'm not a physical media person. Like I buy music digitally, but I mm. buy it. That's mm, that's see. my thing. Is I just want to own the album and know you that mean I you can, don't buy you don't buy CDs at Walmart. Well, I, I mean, sometimes you know, as long as they're four ninety nine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But anyway, I think the YouTube thing, I think it's a good move for them. I don't think everyone is, or even like a large percentage of the viewers are going to do it. But I don't think they have to, you know what I mean? For it to be still a successful thing. In fact, we were looking earlier at some of this stuff, and I don't remember the numbers offhand, so this isn't a very good story. But there there was some projection that was like, if 5% of YouTube viewership pays for this thing, it'll bring in like so many billion dollars extra into YouTube's income pool or something. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, five, now, 5%. Do we have to opt seems... in or opt out? Like as Krentic, That's what makes me a little nervous about the whole thing. Do we have to opt in of it or opt, opt into it or opt out of it? I believe you opt into it, but it should have been like a really obvious uh, thing in your YouTube interface, I think. Hmm. But I'm not did, you, so... did you opt in or opt out? Of course. Why wouldn't you? I, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't. To How do I opt in? How come I missed it? When okay. do I supposed <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll figure that out offline. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't want to miss it. I feel like I'm missing the party. <laughs> no, it's, it doesn't actually start until the 28th. So nobody can even sign up yet. And, you know. Wait, so did you opt in or opt out? I opted in. But how come I didn't opt in? How come I don't, I don't know. have to do that? Oh, yeah. I'm nervous now. I'm starting to get sweaty. Well, hold, hold, on, hold on, Jimmy. Hold on, Jimmy. <laughs> We're, we're going to be rich, but as soon as we hit stop on this podcast, Bob's going to teach both of us how to opt in. Okay. Oh, you didn't opt in either. So I, I, I don't, I don't believe so. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember saying yes to anything. I think it was like a checkbox literally months ago because it's one of those things that they've been planning and kind of putting in place for a very, very long time. Okay. Did I miss it? Don't worry, Jim. Don't worry, Jimmy. Don't worry about it. We're we'll not going to let you sink. Yeah, I promise. We'll Bob. Yes. Since you're the professional. What does CFM mean? <laughs> what does CBMs mean? Whatever it's called. CBMs? Oh, C, that's kind of You're going to have to give me some context. Are you talking about uh, your car? 
or CFMs like on YouTube when people say, "Oh, we're going to give you two dollars per something." CPM. Oh, is that it? Yes. Clicks per a thousand. thousand. Yes, M stands does for. Does not a start with an M. Yes. CPM <laughs> is it yeah. called? CPM. But wait, what does M stand for? Millions. Thousand. thousand. It's it's the, it's the Roman numeral for a yeah. thousand. If I'm it's, correct. Yeah. If I'm correct. We are way <laughs> off topic today. Yeah. But it's fun. This but, is fun. Let's just okay. keep going. Because no, well, I know, honestly, you know, I've been at this game for whatever four years, like actively, and I don't know what the hell C clicks per million CPM. I still don't know what that means. Okay, so here's here's what it is. And then uh, you know, it's funny. I, I we talked a little bit offline, and you know, some of our YouTube content creators listen. And we get these channel partners calls all the time, and they're like, they talk this fast game, and they're like, oh, you're going to get this. Per, you get, we offer $1 per CPM, whereas other people offer $2 per CPM. And I actually had to say to some of these people, I'm like, you all talk Greek. I don't know what any of you mean. You all sound <laughs> the same to me. I was like, if you want me to come join your channel partner, pay me cash. That, then I'll start listening. But everything else you say just all sounds the same. Okay, so, so well, here's here's some context, and this may help people understand like the ad model of of YouTube as it stands now, and and not just YouTube, like the ad model on the internet. So right. CPM, there's a bunch of different versions of CPM. That acronym you'll hear like RPM and eCPM and all these different things, and they're all basically the same. They have to do with the same idea. Each move on Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> all you have to do is use your lightsaber, and then you get ad money. No, um, so. The idea New is trailer. That, that, yes, we have to talk about that. We're going to talk about that in a second. <laughs> um, so when somebody buys an ad for YouTube, they're paying a certain amount per clicks within a thousand views. That's what the clicks per million means, right? So, or clicks, sorry, clicks per thousand means. So when you see like, when somebody watches your video a thousand times, then you get a certain amount of money for each click within that thousand. Is that right, David? Must I believe correctly? so, yeah, yeah. Okay, something to that effect. But it's, everything is based on, on ad stuff, is, is based around a thousand views or a thousand impressions or mm-hmm. something like that. And so you get a certain amount of money per a thousand views. And that's why it's so hard for a small channel who's getting hundreds of views on videos to actually ever make anything. Because mm-hmm. that, it's just not, it's, you know, it's aggregate over time, but that never adds up to anything. Right. Well, so, it just it takes a long time. I mean, I just turned 30 million views for my channel, which I'm really excited about. Wow. I just hit that milestone. And, uh, you know, and uh, I'm averaging so many, you know, millions or whatever, a couple of mo- a month or whatever. And, uh, but I don't, I don't understand when these channel, po- I mean, at, at the moment, I'll eventually be free of my channel partner in a couple of days, but then I'll be on my own again. And I'm just wondering, like, when you speak to these people, they all spit all these numbers out so fast. And, they talk to us if you know exactly what they're talking about. I'm, and I'm just like saying, hey, I just videotape myself building things. <laughs> it, it yeah, is, you talk it to is, me as if I invented, I didn't invent the internet. I'm just taking a ride on it. I don't understand what the hell you're talking about. It is confusing. So, I mean, I don't completely understand it. I, I just understand, um, I, I think, enough for me to keep doing what I do. Um, and I, I love how we have no central theme in the show. And we're just all over the place. So, but to keep going just a <laughs> well, little bit longer... Casey Neistat had a video a couple weeks ago where he talked about, like, it is almost impossible for anybody to make a living just solely off of YouTube unless you have millions of subscribers. So a lot of us who you think are YouTubers, we're making money uh, outside of YouTube. because you- Yeah, I, mean, I get 
paid directly for some of the you know I, the yeah. content I create by core and make and you know I get paid. Yeah, it's it's I might as well be building a closet for them. It's the same thing, but it's more enjoyable work. Yeah. So I mean, along with AdSense, I might have direct brand deals. Like I had a Casper ad um, that I, I talked to them directly, and then I sell plans, and then I have ads on my website, and so it's it's all these things add up to a livable wage for me. Mm-hmm. There's no way I could ever live just solely off of YouTube. And I'm only speaking for myself, yeah. but I'm assuming everybody's kind of in the same boat. I think so. The clicks, yeah. what is it? Clicks per million. Clicks per thousand. thousand. CPM. Yep. Yeah. If you're just going solely on CPM, it's, you know, at the most, you know, it's a couple thousand dollars a month, which is good, but you can't live in Manhattan on that. <laughs> you, can't li- you can't live in Toledo on that. So. You can't live many places on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, so you know, that- everything, everything else that, I, you know, that we all do just goes, you know, it all feeds to that bottom click per million line. Thousand yeah. click for thousand. <laughs> <laughs> we just confused everybody. That's okay. Yeah. We're confused. Yeah, I mean, I think it is pretty. I hope it's common knowledge that like the people who create content usually have several different streams of income to make up a livable wage. You know, because it's not like it's not like any of them are probably enough, but mm-hmm. together they're enough. And that was my whole you know uh, mentality going full time. Was it took me a long time to build those multiple income streams up to where they you know collectively were enough. Um, so yeah, anyway, um, so I think the YouTube red thing has potential to be good across the board, but a lot of that's just going to, uh, for content creators, but I think a lot of that is just going to depend on how many people decide to take advantage of it. You know, it's like how, how annoying are the ads to people? Is it worthwhile to them to pay to get rid of them? Who knows? Well, I guess we'll find out, but Anyway, so that's uh, that's one kind of recent topic. Um, I know you guys don't care about Star Wars as much as I do, but can we talk about the Star Wars trailer? Let's Did you talk see about the Star, Star Wars? Wars. I actually have not seen the Star Wars trailer, and I'm man, a, I know. I'm driving to Toledo right now. <laughs> oh man, oh, we're gonna have we're gonna have tuna steaks for dinner. So nice. Yeah, come on over. You have to watch the trailer. So I, I I've seen little bits and pieces, but I have not clicked on to watch the full. Bob, I want to know if you, because I know you're not a big sports fan or a sports fan at all. Did you watch Monday Night Football just to watch the Star Wars trailer? No, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Because I mean, I knew it was going to be online within moments. Like, you know, I I don't even know. I I was driving actually to Greenville when it aired, so I didn't even get to see it till later that night. But no, I would not have watched a football game. Or was it football? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I would not have watched a football game. You are a terrible football. sports fan. <laughs> yeah. The tennis match with the Eagles and the... What? I don't know. Um, funny, Taylor and I were in a restaurant the other day and we looked at the screen and, and it said uh, T-O-N and who did, the t- who did they play? It was the Blue Jays versus who else? You know, any baseball fans in this room? Royals. Blue Jays, Royals. You guys broke up. Can you hear me? Oh, oh no. yeah, the Royals. So Taylor and I are sitting at the and she goes, "Who is T.O.N.?" I said, "I think that stands for Toronto." She's like, "Toronto's not in America. They're not playing baseball." I said, "I think they are, but I can't be sure." Is Toronto? Is there a Toronto yeah. Blue Jays? Yes, is it- there used to be. I'm a I'm a baseball nerd. There used to be two Canadian <laughs> baseball teams, Toronto and Montreal. But uh, a few years ago, uh, Montreal moved, and so we there's only one Canadian team left in American baseball. Or the all right. <laughs> all right. I'm sure she could care less, but I'll have to tell her that it's not American. <laughs> She'll be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's not American baseball. It's the 
It's Major League Baseball. So, uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so back to Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> how so, you feel about Star Wars is how I feel about baseball. Okay. I don't get and that. And how at you all, guys both feel about that is how I feel about the workshop. I, I don't know. I don't know. What <laughs> You have no analog there. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, so it's not going to make any sense for me to talk about the Star Wars trailer if you guys haven't seen it and don't care about it. Anyway, I do care about it, and I do, I, I do want to see it. I just haven't... I, I, like, I like not being in the know for a little bit sometimes. Like, I yeah. went... And I'm, I'm sorry I'm not letting you talk about Star Wars, and I apologize. Okay. But the Force Awake, yeah. is that what we're looking for? Yeah. yeah. The, the last Coen Brothers film... Um, I, or no, I'm sorry, not Coen Bros. The 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 last the last Tarantino film, um, Django. I had never seen a trailer. I had no idea what it was about. I just kn- knew that I wanted to go see the Quentin Tarantino movie, and I went to it not knowing a single thing. Didn't know t- it was a time period piece or anything, and it was it felt so good to mm. watch that amazing movie. With hold on a minute, the girl in the Star Wars movie is really good looking. <laughs> I think you might be missing the point. But. All right, so All right, Bob, Bob, tell us about Star Wars. Well, I, I don't, I don't think it works now. I, it, uh, yeah. Did I ruin it for you? No, no, no. You didn't ruin it, but I think you should see it. Okay, I'm watching here's, it. Here's I'm the watching thing. It. Here's the thing. I'll, okay. I'll pause the recording and go watch it right now. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm watching it. Wait, is that is that melted face? That's supposed to be Darth Vader. <laughs> yes. And oh, so man. this takes place in the future of the this, movie? This takes place 30 years after Return of the Jedi. So it's like... Oh, wow. I thought it was So we before. have no idea what's about. happened, you know, in that 30 years. That's what's so exciting because they oh took a story... Oh, my God. His name's on there. He's old. Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's the thing. Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, Chewbacca, they're all there. Oh, really? They're on this oh, new movie. Right. Yeah. Oh, Visually, oh. it looks better than the three newest ones. I'm watching oh, yeah. this right now. I don't know. So, Go one ahead. of the things that's really interesting about that, and this is you know when we talked about all the stuff that Lucas did to like make his original, like the first ones, really good and different and visually. So um, Abrams has done a lot of the same stuff. So this, instead of being a digital movie, this is shot on thirty-five millimeter. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! The majority of the sets and the monsters and the robots are practical. So they actually made these things that, like, have you seen the the little ball robot that yeah. rolls around in the trailer? Watching it, yeah. yeah, yeah. They made that. That's real, right? And so <laughs> they they wild. have a remote control robot that is just a ball rolling around. So the fact that they went to the effort to make all these things, you know, more real in the filming process is going to translate to them being more real. Yeah. You know, watching the whole thing put together. I don't know, man. I, I it just, they, that trailer to me is perfect. Like yeah, it, it looks, captured, it looks really good. Okay. It, it captured like the feeling that I had as a kid watching the other ones. And it made me f- like, I'm going to feel the same way about this one. I can just, I know it. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. So here's the issue that I've had, that I have with episodes one, two, and three, which are actually the fourth, fifth, and sixth episodes if you don't know star wars then this is confusing to you but um episodes one two and three were just there was visually there was it was too busy there was way too much going on in the background whereas like um the 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 first three that were made it was simplistic where one look you know looks like it was shot on a desert and then another one was shot in like a wooded area or visually it was more pleasing because there wasn't 
so busy in the background. And I see a return of this in the new mm-hmm. trailer that I'm watching right now. So. Yeah, there's not digitally like yeah. 8,000 stormtroopers yes. in the background of every yes. shot. Yeah. 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 So now I'm excited. I'm with <clears throat> you, Bob. Good. You need to listen to it. Like you gotta, you gotta watch it with a really <laughs> loud sound though, okay. because they do a fantastic job of using the music from the old movies and like updating it, but making you, it kind of draws you into like you know, yeah, the old movie. Anyway, okay. I'm so glad so, that I waited till right now to watch the trailer with you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. And, uh, and everybody I listening, I'm, I'm so glad that everybody listening is watching the trailer with us right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this is a fantastic episode of this. I show. think it's. I think it's fun. I, I, I highly like the the free flow of of this. Yeah. we're all over the place. Yeah. But, so we do we have anything else all over the place? Um. Yeah. Let's talk about books for a little bit. Yes. Just for a little bit. I, I don't want to brag too much, but I want to brag a little bit. You should. Um, my book uh, a few days ago was the number one new release in woodworking right. projects. That's so and woodworking awesome. projects is like a tier of woodworking. And then it became the number one new release in woodworking. And then it became the bestseller in woodworking as of yesterday or something. It was like nice. completely mind-blowing. And, um, and the tier above that, whatever it is, like DIY hobby or whatever, it was like number eight. So it was like been such a, a, a thrill that it's finally shipping now. And we got yeah. our shipping issues corrected. And it's, it's been pretty fun. I've got lots of, lots of uh, emails saying thank you. And um, it also has led to a couple more emails of questions about certain boxes. Just, so it's uh, my email boxes is filled up fills up quicker mm. now but that's okay it's it's, it's fun I, I love talking about the book so that's uh, uh and we're already getting started we're gonna sign a contract on the next book here really really soon there's already i'm not gonna tell what it is but we already have um the topic for it so spoons right it is spoons actually there is number two the <laughs> number two best spell uh, seller is uh is a woodworking spoons book so really funny to say that yeah wow Okay. So now I want to talk about uh, Jimmy's book. Is there any progress on that? Oh yeah. Well, I've been I've been working hard on. Uh, I'm providing voiceovers to my co-author, and then he looks at the voiceovers, and then he uh, comes back, and we do like little interviews, and that's how we're kind of, of extracting the information from some old videos, uh, some new videos, and that's why some of the voiceover videos have been showing up on, on make channel. Cause I'll give them both options to choose, you know, one with or without. And it's so funny. I mean, you, you go through life and you, 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 you put out five videos on YouTube and then you do one slightly different. And then everyone's like, Oh, this guy's changing. He's losing it. Oh, man, he's the it's, it's over for him. He's Wait, like, this guy knows how to talk. What's going on yeah. here? Oh man. That's like, oh, I want your old, I'm like, turn the sound down. Oh, then I can't get the sound of the tools, man. I'm like, <laughs> can't make everybody happy so it's crazy uh yeah so you know i get some comments of like i really love your stuff but you know i i really prefer not to hear you talk and i'm like i'm sorry i exist i mean i don't know what to tell you i personally i'm, gl- I'm glad that you're going to talk in every single video from now on and you're changing <laughs> for, your style for, from from now until yeah. forever i'm gonna yeah, blab. So. i'm gonna talk about things that have nothing to do with what's on the screen that's gonna be my third version of them <laughs> I'm just going to tell you about what I'm eating for lunch right now while you watch this <laughs> yeah. video. Yeah, well, this is really good. I'm eating ice cream. Um, <laughs> no, so I, I, the next video I put out is, is not going to be a part of the book, so it won't have a voiceover. So um, 
voiceovers exclusively for Core 77 and sometimes Make Magazine, but not always. And then if, if there's a video that I feel needs it, because, you know, I'm kind of experimenting on my channel, I'll talk, you know, where I feel it needs it. There was, I had this theory talking about, like, you know, the jump and, you know, kind of moving away from real traditional television and how it's, some, it's obviously becoming archaic. I had this theory of like, hey, I'm going to go on YouTube. I'm not going to talk and I'm going to save my voice to be paid. So I needed to like, I needed to save something for like when I eventually tried to make the jump back to regular TV. I don't have that yearning anymore. I'm happy and totally content where I am. So mm. that's why I've sort of emerged out of my shell and I'm calling to talk. My, my theory was, you know, I got to save something for the television companies to want to have me. And it would be so that I could talk. I mean, it was just a loose idea. Nothing was ever set in stone. And, and I got comfortable not talking because, hmm. you know, it made the, making producing a video a lot easier. And then for me to find quiet time in my house is like virtually impossible. Right now, I'm home alone because Taylor is upstate. I'm going to go up and see her in a few minutes. After we're done, I'm going to drive two hours to go see her. So <clears throat> it's really impossible to find quiet time. You guys know this. Whenever we're making a video, there's a cat walking across the keys, bears barking. <laughs> Somebody, my neighbors just knock on my door. So, I mean, even the few little voiceovers that I've done, I've been like wildly interrupted. So when a lot of people joke me and they say, they sound like, you know, you're trying to put us to sleep because I'm talking like this because I'm doing my voiceover at three in the morning when everybody's sleeping because it's uh, the mm -hmm. only time I have an opportunity to do quiet talk time without anybody asking me questions while they see three people on the screen. They just barge right in here. I mean, you guys edit out like all the circus that happens behind me. <laughs> Now imagine I'm trying to do a voiceover and so that's why different moods have different videos have different moods because of what's going on. I don't have a sound booth. Um, so the book is taking some time. I know there's like a pre-sale page somewhere in the world on Amazon or something. Yeah, and, I did see uh, that. Yeah, it's kind of weird because it makes me real nervous that I have to like <laughs> stick to some deadline. I see that. I'm like, I'm not retweeting. This is going to make me too nervous. Uh, <laughs> when we get over the hump, we're getting closer. We're finishing a lot of projects and there's some projects that I, that I, um, uh, I might've mentioned this, but we were going down the route of like making brand new videos for each one of the parts of the book. And then it was obviously taking way too long because I wasn't able to get to those videos on the list as fast as I needed to, because pay jobs would come in place. And then all of a sudden I'm working in Kentucky and then I have to go here or there. So we made a compromise and said, let's go back in the video catalog and a voiceover for all these videos that, that I've never done voiceovers for. And I actually figured out something interesting. You're probably going to tell me I've just like downloaded tens of malware on my computer, but do you guys know how to extract a video off of YouTube? I do, yes. There's, do you um, do the SS and the URL, or is that did I just destroy my computer? Um, I'm, I'm not sure what you're referring to, but there are like Firefox and Chrome plugins you can use, but I use a program called 4K Video Downloader. And uh -huh. it's just you paste the URL and, and it downloads a video. And that's what I use for Makers and Shakers. Oh, cool. Because I just did a quick Google search a couple of days ago. And if you put in after, if you're on a YouTube page uh -huh. and you, uh, you know, it says www.youtube. And then it says, you know, forward slash Jimmy DeResta such and such zero point blah, 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 whatever the whole URL is. www. Right after the dot, you put SS and hit return. It brings you to a page that just says, how do you want to download it? On the, on, at which size? And then you download it, and they completely install malware in your computer while you're downloading your thing, and then you have it. I'm joking about the malware. I don't know if that's, if that's what actually really happens. <laughs> oh, it's, oh I, I see. It's, uh, it redirects you to a different site. 
Yeah, and then you were able to extract the video. So yeah. I, I am going back into my catalog, and I, I don't necessarily have all those original files from three and four years ago because they're on old computers and old hard drives. So I have to go back in and, like, for instance, the machete video where I did a voiceover. I had to pull it off of YouTube because I can't find I have the original footage, but I can't find the original file, believe it or not. So I, I don't have the original, uh, you know, edit. So that's why I'm going back into my old videos and pulling them off that way. But you just type in SS and it just brings you to some subservice that gives you the opportunity to stare at ads while they're downloading it for you. Yeah, I personally mm -hmm. don't keep my old edits. I don't keep the old footage. Um, after a few months, I just delete it completely. Because I have no... Mm -hmm. uh, personally, I have no need for old videos. So I think Bob... Well, like right now when I'm going but... back and voicing over them, I, 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 I pretty much have everything. I know I have them on an old computer. I just didn't feel like firing it up. Um, but yeah, I have I have all the footage of everything I ever shot. I always think mm -hmm. that one day I'm going to do like DVD extras or somebody wants to buy it all from me. But I don't know. It's just a pipe dream. We're full of them. <laughs> I am. I have a million dreams. Yeah. And that's what keeps us going. Yeah, that's true. There's, there's an episode right there. Somebody should write this down. Dreams. Pipe dreams? dreams. Yeah. I'll write I have it a down. lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send it to the suggestions on Twitter. I'm going to tweet making it up. Yeah, yeah. If anybody has suggestions for shows so we don't ramble like this every episode, feel free to tweet those at us at Making It Podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, we're gonna get we're gonna get a, at the end of this. You guys have changed. You're not like you. <laughs> now you're making FedEx boxes, dude. Like, what's wrong with you? Unsubscribe. Like, you run out of ideas. <laughs> Unsubscribe. Oh, if my three hundred thousand video, uh, you know, like, uh, I got into this tradition of every hundred thousand showing off. Somebody's like, "What are you going to show next? Tanks?" Because I showed my collection of handguns, <laughs> my my rifles. I got a lot of unsubscribes because of the you know the rifle thing. You know. Oh wow. Whether you, whether you love them or hate them, I, I mean, I like the guns more from the mechanical point of view. I'm not hurting anybody with them; just pumpkins. But. You're a good shot. I was I was impressed. I was on the rifle team when I was a kid. I was on the uh, yeah, I was on the 22 you know long 22 long rifle team. We used to go to. To, to rifle ranges around Long Island and I would compete. I was always very good. Hmm. So, awesome. Yeah, and they're fun to play with. Not, they're not, you know, they're, they're dangerous, but you just got to use them in the right context. <laughs> <laughs> That's my theory on guns. That should be a theory the on right everything, con. right? A drill press is dangerous, but just use it in the right context. Right, right. don't That's use fine. it in a moving vehicle, you're good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And do not shoot vlogs in a moving vehicle. Oh, gosh. Let's not start there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, you used to not drive and film yourself, you know? Like, you're changing, dude. I'm, I'm changing. <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> so, um, that's probably good. Do you think we've rambled enough? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before we go, uh, we are all going to be together again this year. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Third yeah. time this year we all get to hang out. Third time? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Woo! Yeah, so, um, and that's going to be a month from today, actually. As you look at your wow. watch. I look at my watch. It has a date on it. Oh, okay. That's why I looked okay. at such it. Such a nerd. <laughs> such a nerd. My calculator watch had the date on it. Um, November 21st, we're all going to be at the Rochester Mini Maker Fair in sure. Rochester, New York. And we're going to be doing some sort of a talk. Or something. I don't know what we're together doing. Together or separate? I hope together. I, I think hope together. together as well. Yeah. But yeah. I think it would be cool if we do it together. It's gonna, the day's going to go so quick. It's going to be so full of conversation that if we're all up there together, we could have like an open forum. It'll be great. David's going to be there too. David Weld is coming. Yeah. Or we could just like do a, we come up with a topic and do a podcast, a live podcast, you know? 
That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. So yeah, we'll be up there. And then um, I think we were talking about doing some sort of a get together that evening, maybe after. Yep. So anybody that's in the area, you know, we want to hang out and get to know people as always. So we'll, we'll talk more about that later, but that's November 21st, Rochester, New York. Um, you know, Rochester is where Kodak was like the uh, monopoly of, of film for so many years was in Rochester. So Rochester is like full of uh, empty buildings that used to belong to Kodak. Really? Fun fact about yeah. Kodak, the, the mm-hmm. name Kodak, completely made up. They just thought it sounded right. cool. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Yep. So Kodak, uh, you know, like, like other, you know, parts of America where industry has shifted and changed is uh, Rochester is probably prime for, you know, like a bunch of hipsters coming in and taking over cool old buildings and turning them into art. You know, like a center for art and making and stuff like that. Awesome. There'll be, uh, mm-hmm. there'll be, um, I, 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 maybe I do like bragging, but there'll be uh, <laughs> 10 pounds less of me when you guys see me. I've lost eight well, pounds since you've seen me before. Get out of here. Yeah. Really? And uh, hopefully I'll have a couple more gone. In a month, How are you so. doing it? What are you doing? Uh, he, has one ar- he has one arm now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I've, oh, I had a little, a little doctor scare. My bad cholesterol was really high and my good cholesterol is really low. So uh, diet and exercise every single day. So. Oh, good for you. I had an echocardiogram last week. Doctor says so far everything looks okay. I'm a little high blood pressure, but. Yeah, good. Yeah, but. You know, they they actually you know did a they put all these wires and stuff on me. I didn't do a stress test, but check me. Good. I think I'm okay. Well, that's good. So uh, hopefully we'll all survive the next month and we'll, <laughs> we'll be at the Maker Fair. Bob, when is your when is your marathon? By the way, marathon is November seventh or eighth, one of those two. I don't remember. That's great. Yeah. So it's uh, I actually did my longest run of the training this past Friday, and uh, so now it starts to taper off between now and then so i actually get to run less over the next few weeks oh how, how much did you do what was your most uh 20 is the highest training 20 miles how long does that take to run 20 miles that took me about three hours wow so. that's crazy are your legs like rubber when you're done with that uh not really usually that night like the the following night and then the next morning that's when i start to really feel it but it's really not as bad as it sounds because you, you work up you, to it you know you work training for, yeah yeah are like you ever going to do a double marathon I have zero interest in doing more mileage than a marathon. That sounds insane. There's people that do that. That's that's insane. Yeah. There I mean there's people that do a marathon every single day for 50 days straight. Uh, like they do one in every state back to back to back to back to back. Oh. <laughs> Blows my mind. Wow. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> off topic again. Off topic again. Um so I want to unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Show title. So if uh, I want to say thank you to Luis Gonzalez and Jeremy White uh, and everybody else at Patreon, but there are top two supporters there and we really appreciate it because, you know, people on Patreon help us have the opportunity to be able to yammer on about random stuff (laughs) for an hour. (laughs) So, no, we are really are grateful for for their support. and Luis is working hard behind the scenes on something. So I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Good guy. Dude, you are awesome. Yeah, he's a big he's a big proponent of us and does some awesome stuff for us. We're really grateful. Um, if you guys want to help us out, you can go to patreon.com slash making it and help us there or, you know, leave us a review and rating and all that stuff on iTunes that helps or just share the show with your parents and kids and friends and cousins and coworkers and I don't know, random people on the street. That would be really interesting. Yeah. Tweet us stories of you telling random people <laughs> on the street about the podcast. Our show is parent friendly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Parent friendly, grandparent friendly, even. 
We, anyway, we have to bleep Jimmy sometimes, but uh, yeah. for the most part, it's <laughs> I'm sorry, grandparent friendly. So that'll probably do it for us this week. We'll try to have a topic next week. If you really didn't like this, send us a topic <laughs> via Twitter. Yeah, let us know what you think. I, I, you know what? I'm going to make a personal pledge to be a little bit more active in the comments and try to respond a little bit more. So leave comments on the website. Yeah, and I guess you know we don't ever talk about that. Um, the comments when we say leave comments and stuff. Each one of the posts, these shows, has a page on our site, and the comments are below that page. That may not be obvious. I may not have actually ever said that. But, yeah, that's where those are. And uh, so, yeah, you can always find it there, or you can just, you know, tweet at us or whatever. But, cool. That's it for this week. Go watch the Star Wars trailer. Boom. And uh, I did, believe it or not. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks.